Big goo. Are we live? Yeah, we live. All right. What up? What up? What up? What's going on? What's going on? What we, <laughs> what's going on? Man? You know how? Yeah, you know how I be thrown off for a second when we get this thing to rolling. It, it always take you a couple minutes. It always take you a couple minutes. Well, um, who introing? You introing? I'm introing. How we gonna do it? <laughs> you introing? You introing? You introing? Um, no. What's up, everybody? I am D Love Jones with my boy Big Goo, and this is Relationships Are Us. Welcome back. Welcome back. We got some interesting things to talk about, but first, I want to catch up with my guy because we've both been really busy. Life is happening, but you feeling real inspired today. So, how you been? Hey man, I've been great. I've been, I've, I've been so great, man. I'm definitely feeling really, 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 really inspired today, man. You know, I'm feeling like the slogan. You know, like I always say, find a date, find a mate, let make love great again. I'm ready to, you know what? I'm ready to put some people together. I'm ready to heal some relationships. I'm ready to inspire love today. So how are you feeling today? Listen, I'm feeling good. I'm ready to get, you know, healed and get put in a relationship and get <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm ready to do the same. Like I'm hoping that each week and each time we talk, I mean, of course we have a lot of fun, but like I love I love the mission and I love what we're trying to do and just to help people think critically about what's going on in their lives and how they can be them best their best selves so that they can be pr present themselves to someone else so and also attract the right person stop attracting them sorry trifling i'm just playing <laughs> right you know hey that need to be spoke on though you know what i mean because people act like they're not no sorry trifling people in this world but there are sorry trifling people in this world and you know and uh and we just need to make sure uh that we know how to identify what's best for us in any situation. True story. I mean, you know, like even when, like I, I've had plenty of experiences where I've been like, okay, what am I doing to attract all of these sorry people? And I feel like I'm not I, like stop internalizing it. Just curb them. Like just just make sure that any sorry tribal person that you attract, male or female, make sure you curb them. When you recognize those tendencies, when you recognize that, I, 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 no, we're not going to do that. And I think that's what everybody really needs to look at is like, look, the more you deflect and push away the wrong person, the closer you'll be to finding the person that's right for you. That's what I think. Oh, yeah. That's you my know, perspective. You know, uh, you know, sometimes we go through a lot. We go through things, right? Um mm -hmm. And I think it's just to find what we're supposed to find sometimes, you know, like, so, you know, um, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't shoot. That's what they say. That's the new lingo going around. You miss 100% of the, uh, the, you know, if you don't take the shot, you're not going to hit anything. So, I mean, I, you know, I want to encourage today, take a shot at it. Take a shot at love. Take a Take your shot at it, man. Even if you get hurt, you know, at least you know what not to do again. So take your shot at love. Anybody that's looking for Big Goo, this is actually him. This is this <laughs> is actually him live and in the flesh. Like he's not, this is not his body double. The words are actually coming out of his mouth. 
Look how positive he is. Big yeah, dude. Like that. usually you you be a skeptic. Yeah, you know, like you know, I still have my, you know, you know, I still have my eye on things, you know, like my grandma used to say, you know what I'm saying? Hey man, you ain't gotta watch that dog too much, but you better keep your eye on that cat. But I so I got my eye on the cat still, but you know what I'm saying? But uh I just don't believe that the cat gonna scratch me today. Mm-hmm. See that and what what Big Goo is really saying is get you the right cat. If you out there trying to survey all the cats in the world, then you be that's when you be so skeptical. But once you get the right one, then that's gonna change the game for you. It's gonna change your whole perspective. Hey man, you better hey yeah, hey, you better know it. You know what I'm saying? Like so. D. Love Jones. So I guess that brings you to it, D. Love Jones. You know what I'm saying? Like, number one, I know you were like, hey, uh, first and foremost, before you get into a relationship, you have to be ready for love. You have to be ready for a relationship. So you kick us off with, you know what I mean? Like, you know. Well, like, so the interesting ready. thing, the interesting thing today is do you have to be ready? Like, it's, it's a question, right? Because like we all have our own opinions about what that looks like. But do you feel like there is like, number one, is it a such thing as being ready for a relationship? Hmm. Is it a such thing as being ready for a relationship? Um, you know, when you say ready for a relationship, I say yes. Circumstance, no. A lot of times we're not ready for circumstances. You know, uh, mm-hmm. are you ready to, to own your own car? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Are you ready to take your first long road trip driving by yourself? Yes, you may, but things that happen along the way, you may get a flat tire. Uh, you know, you may have an accident. Were you ready for that? No. So circumstances, I don't think so. But the relationship, yes. So you're saying, yes, you need to be ready for it. You might not be ready for the circumstances that come along the way and you have to address those on a case-by-case basis. But ultimately, you do need to be ready for the relationship. Yes, you do have yeah. to be ready. You know, uh, now you may not be ready for what comes with it, though. Right. So the interesting thing is, like, the one analogy that you just used when you were saying, like, are you ready for, are you ready to buy a new car, Right. If we could just use that as an example, like overall readiness to buy a new car. So like many people can get a new car, but your preparedness for getting that new car determines the type of car that you get and the type of deal that you get, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, so when we think about overall readiness, just not even to list out the criteria just yet, like what we perceive the criteria to be, but when you think about overall readiness, I would say, it's on a spectrum, right? And so the less prepared you are for this opportunity of engaging in a relationship, the the harder or the not so perfect, the the, um, potential mate that you could get. That's what I look at it. Like nobody is perfect, but you know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you come to the table and you have a lot of ain't gots or or ain't prepared for us, then you might only qualify for a certain type of person. And that person may not be ideal for you. So I think right. you know, it's going hmm? I think it go in leagues. You know, like you got the minor leagues, the major leagues, you got the different kinds of leagues, right? So 
Um, so to piggyback off what you're saying, the analogy of what you're saying, like I just want to piggyback because I think it goes in leagues, you know. So uh yeah, so if you hadn't put in the work, if you hadn't like if you're getting ready to go to the major league, you're a baseball player and you on park level, and then you get to high school level, then you get to college level, then you get to the minor leagues, and you get to the major leagues, you know. So, like, it depends on what kind of work you have done with yourself. Some people don't put in the work with themselves, you know. So, um, I say, me as a male, I'm just going to speak from the male perspective on my end. Me as a male, if I want to be seen a certain way, I have to carry myself a certain way. If I want to be perceived a certain way, I have to carry myself a certain way that gives off that thing that I want to be known about me. So you can't identify with me as a husband or a great mate or, or a good boyfriend or, or nothing if I don't present that. Like if I don't practice those things, I don't have those habits. If I don't practice those things, how are you going to know? Absolutely. But then the thing is, the, the person that you're interested in might not even see you at all if you haven't exhibited those behaviors, right? So it's right. like you might be thinking, oh, I want the girl next door that's like this and got all of these qualities. But because you haven't gotten yourself gotten yourself in a position to really for her to even see you in that light, you might be missing out on the opportunity for a person who really would potentially like you, but you don't have all of your ducks in a row. That's what I that's what my perspective is. Because some people know what they want. And so if she see you all the time, you know what I'm saying, doing things that she feels like are not um, not necessarily something that would resemble a mate, then she might not even see you, and vice versa. Right. So at what age then? At what age? I thought, you know, I'm going to throw a wrench. You know, you know, uh, you, you know, know I'm you throwing a wrench in super early now. Yeah, I'm gonna throw, <laughs> throw a wrench. So, but what at age? So, what at what age does a person begin to settle? Like, at what age is it? You know, because at some point we say, you know what, I didn't get what I want. Like people know what they want. So, mm -hmm. at sometimes I'm not getting what I want. At what age do you say, you know what? Well, this is what I'm willing to settle for. Ooh, wait. So you saying like if you've aged, if, if you if your clock is ticking? Yes. You saying so? When should you start to get in settled mode? Is that what you saying? Yeah. At what age does that happen? Cause you know, okay, huh. let's say like most women say, you know, they want to have a child. You know, they would like to meet a mate, have a baby, start a family. You know what I'm saying? Right. But they've been waiting on this perfect ideal guy. They want this guy to be tall, dark, and handsome, rich, money, love is, mm -hmm. you know, you know, just everything. He's just a super romantic, but this guy never presented their, himself to them. This, right. this uh, type of guy. So then, and so at what point you say, you know what? Well, the Joe work at Walmart seems to be a good guy. You know what I mean? You got pretty good genes, you know what I'm saying? We'll have an okay looking <laughs> baby. Like at what point, at what age do you begin? <laughs> So what I would say, honestly, honestly, Big I would say that settling shouldn't be a matter of age. Right. And, and it shouldn't be a matter of settling. You really should reevaluate your expectations from jump. Like if you're trying to create this per perfect specimen of a human to be with, that might be why you end up with that person. It's like th that's why you end up settling, because you set your expectations based on things that were almost unachievable. 
So it's just like, if you think about it from just like a law of probability in itself, like how likely is it that you about to stumble across, if you living in, let's just use Atlanta, for example, if you living in the city of Atlanta, how likely is it that you're going to stumble across that dude that's, uh, you know, never been married, don't have no kids, makes more than $150,000 a year, this, you know, and all of these things. And he's an entrepreneur, but he got a full-time job. Like there's, you know, like, it, how often is it that you're going to stumble across that person? So if there's three of them, then how likely is it that you that one of those three is going to be the one for you? You know what I'm saying? Two of them are married. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think people, I think sometimes it's about dismantling like that perfect person and that mm -hmm. checklist of, for a person that you want in order to really open yourself up to being cared for the way that you want to be cared for. Because ultimately you could get all of those things. And then, I mean, you can get a lot of those things off the list and that'll make it the right person or that right. doesn't make mean you'll be fulfilled. Right. You know what? I like the, you know, I'm a sports fan and you know, and it is football season. So uh, this episode today I had entitled the preseason of love. So, <laughs> you know, um, like in football, you got to have a preseason, right? You know, so like people don't understand the five P's and it goes to every aspect of life. Prior or preparation prevents poor performance. You got to prepare. You have mm -hmm. to prepare yourself. You know what I'm saying? When you read the Bible, they said they sat down at a table and they ate a prepared meal. They just didn't eat a meal that was just threw together. They just didn't eat a meal that they just found somewhere. You know what I'm saying? They ate a prepared meal. When um when 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 they found Jonah on the boat and they threw him overboard, they say God spoke to a prepared fish. Um, you know, you know, people jumping into these things and saying they ready for a, a relationship, but they're not because they're not prepared. They they're not a prepared man. It takes a prepared man to meet a prepared woman. To you know, to, to, uh, to, to move forward with a relationship, and you know, what I think is like the first stage just in evaluating, like whether I mean, you need to do a self evaluation before you even get ready to get out there, right? Especially if you've been in a relationship or you've been married or whatever it may be, like, but or if you're just shifting your mindset to be able to date and date with intention of being married or being in a serious relationship. I think like the first thing you need to do is do a self-evaluation. And like, so for me, a big part of my self-evaluation before I got ready to date was like, am I over my previous relationship and or trauma, right? Like, am, do I feel like I'm, I'm healed and I'm ready to like, look at this person that might be in front of me or these people, if you're dating um, and be able to say, I'm not looking at you through a lens of like my own personal experiences to, you know what I'm saying? To the extent of like where I'm, I'm still not healed, you know? Right. And I think you still have to do like a self-evaluation of where you are mentally. I think uh, I was reading this article, the article in the Atlantic. And one of the things that the doctor said was like, you know, are the circumstances in my life conducive to adding a partner? I think like you can really dig into that. Like when you think about your life circumstances is like, is are you living a life that is ready to add someone to it? Yes, you know, that's great. You know, are your circumstances, does your circumstances allow you to have an addition? Does it allow you to add? Does your circumstances, uh, does it allow you to multiply? Or does your circumstances 
is it gonna is it gonna work backward? It may subtract. It may divide your circumstances, you know, so understanding what your circumstances are. And I mean, and that's just having, you know, a sense of self for real. Like you have to be honest. People are not honest mm-hmm. with themselves. Yeah. They don't tell the truth to that. They look in the mirror and and lie to the main person that know them. Is that's they self. You know that mm-hmm. you are not, you know, what you know, you, you know, and I, you know what, like, you know, you're not. I know I just can't just go out and play for the Atlanta Falcons. In my mind, I may be a great player. <laughs> I may, you know, I, you know, I may can just, you know, in my mind, I'm watching them on the TV. I'm thinking, hey, look, throw it to Played me. It on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, look, I'm an all-star. <laughs> but, but, but truthfully, I know I know them are world-class athletes. You know, like you have mm-hmm. to, um, uh, uh, be honest with yourself. You have to be honest and know why you're not attracting what you want. Because you have to be honest with yourself. You know what I'm saying? You're not attracting millionaires because you know why? You're not in the circle of millionaires. You don't carry yourself as a millionaire. You don't have a millionaire mentality. You don't have a millionaire mindset. You don't have a millionaire swag. You don't, you know what I'm saying? You're not, so how are you going to attract these things? You know, uh, you know, you can't be a player, you know what I'm saying? You can't be a pimp and and you want to, you know, you're not going to attract, you know what I'm saying, the homebody housewife. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't be out here everywhere spitting 16 bars and attract that kind of woman. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, so, you know, at some point you just have to be honest with yourself. Now, I'm not, I, I'm only, if you, if you, the love John, if you notice today, I'm only speaking from the male point of view. I'm not even going yeah, on the female side. As you should, which I understand. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even going on the female side. I oh, you will. I'm going to let I'm you sure. handle that. You feeling mm-hmm. nice today. That's why. Yeah, I'm so feeling, you, really, feeling real nice. But so the one thing that I think about male and female, right, is like, you got to look at your situation in life and where you sit. Like, if you 30 years old, I'm just using that as an example. And you want somebody that is independent. You want somebody that could take you out on dates. This from a female perspective. You want somebody that could take you out on dates. You want some, you know, you want somebody that's courteous. You want somebody that's honest. All of these things. Like first, you have to be that person, right? Whatever you want, because ultimately you're gonna attract your reflection. Like, so whatever you want and whatever you expect out of your mate, you have to be, you know. But it's like from a situation, I mean, not just financial as far as like how much money you make, but just overall independence. It's like a lot of people that's not fully independent, but they really would like to be with somebody else who is. And that's from the male and female perspective. And so it's like, oftentimes that's a mismatch. Like you should be looking at how you taking care of yourself, what your living situation is. Do you have your own everything? You know, you need to have a car, you need to have a job or a business or something revenue generating and you need to have you know a place to live that is that you're hope, hopefully living independently and not living off of someone and i think like those are like the basics right but sometimes people miss that as well like it's a lot of dudes I'm, i mean i'm not i'm not trying to disparage anybody but it's a lot of grown men out here in their 30s that are still living with people or not fully fully employed or gainfully employed to the where that they to the space where they can take care of themselves independently and they still be trying to date 
Right. So you're saying, so on the low, I believe that you're saying one of the requirements to be ready for a relationship is, first of all, be able to take care of yourself independently. Independently. And not, not take care of someone else. Just be able to take care of you. Absolutely. Just handle you. I mean, it's a lot of women that's out there looking for dudes that got money and all of these things, but at least you need to come to the table with the basics. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe you wanted, maybe you want, you looking for future and that's what you, you know what I'm saying? But like, you need to come to the table with the basics. Like you can't be dusty living, living in your cousin's, you know, extra bedroom temporarily and then be thinking that you're going to attract somebody that's, that's making a, you know, multiple, you know, six, seven figures a year. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to, I mean, you know what? I'm not going to say it's not going to happen because you know what the cost, you know, for people have been struck by lightning, you know, <laughs> so, you know, so I'm not going to say what can't, I'm not saying like, if it can be thought of, it can happen, but you know what I'm saying? But what the odds of it happening though? You know what I'm saying? So what's the odds of it really happening? If you're not doing the proper things, if you're not doing the proper things, to to attract the proper people. I don't get it today. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to live. Today, I just really just want to inspire somebody to, to just get up off their behind. It's it, you know, and put in the work. You know what I mean? Put in what it takes. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, like, you know, for me to attract a guy like me, like, you got to know how to do things you got to know how to manage a household you got to know how to cook you got to know how to you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying on days that on week you you know what i'm saying you got to know how to stroke my ego and you know what i'm saying uh because people think being in a secure relationship being in a secure relationship they think it's all financial and it's not you know what I'm saying? it's so many levels of security you know what i mean like and and like and you don't even know what levels like they're saying like we're talking about preseason, right you don't even know what levels of security that you bring to the table because you know why because you still under somebody else's security you know what i'm saying you still like you yeah. said you still staying at home with somebody you still bumming a ride to work you still depending on somebody else so you don't even know what level of security that you could bring Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something we, I'm saying we got to put in the work. No, I mean, real, but it's real. And also it's like when it comes to just being independent, like that's one thing. And most of that is rooted in just like you being financially stable, able to take care of yourself and things like that. But there's also a physical and mental part of your health that you have to think about as well. Like, and as I get older, like those things matter just as well as how much money somebody makes and if they taking care of themselves, you know, financially. It's just like, are you taking care of yourself physically? Are you taking care of yourself spiritually? Are you taking care of yourself mentally? And a lot of people, that's where they miss the mark. <laughs> that's really where it, it's like, I'll give an example. I went on a date with this dude and we, you know, like he, everything he said was just kind of negative. But then the one thing that really stuck out with me that whole time was that he said he didn't drink water. And I was just like, what he's like no i never drink water i mean what do i need to drink water for if i drink coke it's this water and coke and the, and i was just like what oh baby that was his mindset and i was sitting here like i cannot i'm not gonna even try to change you i'm not even gonna try to argue with you on this like you so far gone and like that was really the sticking point for me it wasn't even just how negative he was when he was talking and how harsh he was when he was just like talking about people and how he perceived things. 
it was like, he don't drink water? <laughs> like, and he don't even see its importance. Right. And like I mean, me, I was like, yeah, I don't think I could be with nobody like that. <laughs> you don't think you could be with somebody that don't drink water? It was his perception of like, like the necessity of like things that were good for your health. But water being one of them, like, you know, like he was just really like, I mean, I could just drink Coke or liquor. That's what he said. I drink liquor. <laughs> Right, you know, maybe he was testing <laughs> like, you what? to see how, you know, cause I, cause, you know, because you know, you know, um, uh, once upon a time ago, you know, uh, very, 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 very long, long, time, ago. long time ago, <laughs> when I was out there on the dating scene, um, you know, I used to throw the worst of the worst out there when I'm first meeting a female, just to see how she would see how she would respond to see if um to you know to see if you know like you know like what how how shallow she she were you know what i mean because i want to know how shallow you were you know so and if and if you let little things like if you were so judgmental about little things i knew you weren't the type of woman for me anyway you know what i mean because i got you want the in spite of type of woman you know what i mean um uh, you want to in spite of, you know what I mean? Like you can look past, you know, my faults to see what was good inside me. I knew it wasn't no Jesus in you over there because Jesus looked past your faults. So I like, you know what I'm saying? So, First you know. First of all, I, okay, go, let me finish. Let me let you finish. Nah, I was just messing with you. I was just, hey, I was messing with you then. I was seeing how far you were going to let me go with that. First of all, but no, real talk, God bless you and I wish you well in life. But if you don't care about your health enough to say that you would drink water because you know it's the right thing to do, even if you're not a water drinking person, you know what I'm saying? Or something like that. To me, that's symbolic of more things. But if your response to me is really like, nah, I just drink, I mean, I drink liquor. I drink, <laughs> I, what do I, I, water is not a necessity. And I'm like, okay. So what was he drinking at the table with you? Right liquor. Here? Okay, so. He didn't now, even ask what? for water. You know, you know, it's like standard. For the, for the way to bring both people's water, you know? Hey, so let me tell you a water story then, because, you know, because I, I don't have a zero tolerance for water, but, you know, but, you know, I'm a courteous guy. So, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, you know, many, 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 many moons ago, I had and went on this little date and I had picked this girl up. And I had to pick this girl up and I stopped at the gas station. So I was in the gas station. I got me a water. And I got her a water. And then when I got back in the car, I had went to pass her a water. She was like, oh, you got me a water? A water? I like water. So get what? I didn't say nothing. I just crunked the car up and I took her right on back home and dropped her right <laughs> off. <laughs> and then what was the moral of that story? The moral of the story is, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying like, hey, you know, I got a water story that it didn't work. It didn't work out either. So maybe it's something in the water. But you know? <laughs> no, 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 real talk. What was it? What was it that she did that made you feel like let me take her home? It was the fact that she wasn't grateful. She wasn't grateful for water. Right. Water, like you saying, this guy don't even value water. He don't even, you know what I'm saying? But, he, like that was a no. He, like that was a a no deal for you. He don't even value water. So, so I'm at like, least you she, know, she like even if you're not a water, water drink person. Some people just don't get with it. Water just tastes funny to them, whatever. Okay, that's fine. But his whole mindset was like, what? I was just like, wait, what? So you don't even care about your health? 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, that just so, so I, so I'm saying I'm using that, that story just to say like, it's deeper than just the finances, right? It's deeper than just like you being independent and you having your stuff together, whatever. And oftentimes you can look over things like that. People will look overlook those things because they see, well, they got a nice car, they got this or whatever. But I think when you're thinking about longevity, like those things are important. Yeah, you know, um, definitely finances are important. Definitely, you, we, we can't get around the fact that finances are important. We can't get around that, but so, in your, from a female's perspective, what is more important in a relationship than finances from a female perspective? Um, spirituality. Hmm. From my perspective, not from a female perspective, from my perspective, you know, like, I, I mean, your character, it's not going to negate where you are financially. It's not like I'm going to be like, your character is so great that even though you're homeless, I want to be with you. Like, no. But I'm saying your character really is above all. <laughs> Hold on. Whoa. Go back. I'm just saying. Rewind. You say your character can't be so great. You say your character, even if your character is great, you're not going to say, you know what? You, 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 are, you are a great man, and but I can't look past the fact that you're homeless. Right. So this is this You is could actually, be my soulmate. Absolutely. Let me tell you why, though. But Let I can't look past you. the I'm fact that saying. you're homeless. I'm not because like, let me tell you why this is what this is the topic that we're talking about is overall readiness. So it's like you could be you could have a great character, great personality and all of those things. But there's still some basics that you need to have in order before I could even engage with you. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, my soulmate might be homeless when you're not homeless and you've got on your feet and you've gotten your stuff together then maybe we will reconnect another time because you're my soulmate. But I don't think it's my job to go and dust him off and clean him up and get him a job and get him some mental health services and do all of those things because, no, I don't. I don't think so. Well, he might not be the one need dusting off, even though that he's homeless. He might be coming in doing the dusting. He might be coming in giving the mental health that's, that's, that's needed. He might, you know what I mean? Like, so I got a problem with spirituality like these women become with this spirituality stuff and they be talking about who you know they faith and they real you know and they pray and they real believers but then when they get tested it shows that you're not a believer you know because you know what i'm saying because you know what maybe god sent you this man in this form now maybe it didn't come in a package you thought it was gonna come in but you prayed for it and it came and uh, you can't see the forest for the uh, trees now because you got unrealistic expectations it's definitely where a person should be when you meet them yeah, it's but this unrealistic. is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying, I'm not disparaging him because of where he is in life. I'm just saying, in order for us to engage in a relationship, I have to give you time to get your things together. But, but I'm can not- can you gonna... go on a date with a homeless man? No, I can't. <laughs> nope, and I'm not gonna argue with you about it. I absolutely can't. And you're not, I'm not about to argue with you hey. about it because I know, you know, Cause my thing is like the one thing that I think about the one thing that I realize like when you have a lot of people in your life that love you, you you start to think about the people that you engage with a little bit differently, right? Because like I got you in my life, right? So if I'm dating somebody and I gotta introduce him to my brother Big Goo, I gotta think about the things that Big Goo is gonna evaluate him on 
I mean, sometimes I do this, right? Because I'm like, if he's being evaluated by the people that love me, how is he going to make the cut? Right. But And so if I bring a man to you that ain't got nothing, and I'll be like, I'll be like, big goo, this is the person that I'm going to be with. You're going to be like six. Yeah. I may Maybe have, he I, needs it. Worldly concern. I may have, but listen to him. I may have my worldly concerns i may have worldly concerns but then i'm a but then i need to look at you and say hey you know what you know uh you know what did you pray for you know you just keep you know trust what god gave you trust what you pray i'm not gonna do this we're not gonna do this but what did you pray for it may be because it may be you're not being a hundred you're not being a hundred i'm being one thousand you you, you're right i'm being one thousand First of all, you what what I'm saying, and this is the root of this discussion, is readiness. Like overall readiness. And I think that when it comes to readiness, one of those things is being able to take care of yourself. Because I don't I already have a human that I take care of. That's my responsibility. I don't want to know. So it's not because I need you to take care of me. It's not because I make need you to make a certain amount of money. Like these are the basics. You have to be able to take care of yourself. And if you being homeless, I don't consider that you being able to take care of yourself. Mm. So I think we talk in two different extremes and we need to come somewhere to the middle to push the conversation forward because we're never going to move past this. I'm saying just in general, like when you think and what I was what I was moving on to was more so about physical and mental health. It wasn't about finances. What I was saying, and then from your, and I wanted to get your perspective, it's like when you are thinking about engaging with, or if you're giving some, if you're, you're giving your best counsel on, as it relates to physical and mental health, like, do you feel like that's an important factor that people should consider in overall readiness, like when you're evaluating yourself, and then also when you're evaluating the, your potential mate? Yeah, well, I don't think it's safe uh, for a person to evaluate themselves like I mean like mentally like you know do a mental like it's you know it's a very fine line like yes you have to be able to self check yes are that's a, what I mean yeah. uh, are you a self checking person but like but to really understand where you are mentally I think that a third party definitely needs well a second party has to be involved I think that you know counseling is you know uh i would like to encourage counseling like when you're feeling lost or when you're feeling defeated or when you're feeling over confident you know what i mean like those are signs too that you need may need to talk to somebody just people think that they feel confident or overconfident that's a good thing now it's not always a good thing because it can lead you to make a bad decision like anything else like can lead you to make a bad decision so being at an even kill is what's best and it takes talking to someone and getting other people's evaluation of you so you can self-check so to just do it by yourself i think is unsafe right but no i agree with that but i guess what i'm saying is like if you know that you have untreated depression right you know that you suffer from from depression which a lot of people do right but you're not treat you're not doing what doing the necessary work to help you to live positively with depression, right? So you're not you're not taking any recommended medication that you need to take. You're not going to see your therapist that you need to, you know what I'm saying? You're not under medical care as it relates to your depression. So, off, so you see that it's impacting your life. 
You might want to say, I don't know if I'm ready to start dating until I address this part of my life. Because a lot of people are dealing with it. It's not to rule you out. But there are certain things that we have to deal with within ourselves, physical and, you know, physical health and mental health that are important for us to deal with in order to really be the best person as a mate. Right. You know, I said this uh, maybe, you know, in a different setting, but I but I know I have said this before, you know what I mean? Like the power of love, you know what I mean? Like when you listen to uh, the old songs and, you know, in one of them songs say, love will make you do right. Love will make you do wrong. Love will make you come on early. Love will make you stay out all night long. Now, when somebody's loving you, <laughs> And they loving you right. You, you, or somebody love you like, hey, you can love a person enough to where they want to do right. You can love a person enough to where, you know what I'm saying, they take the right steps. You can love a person from homelessness to a mansion. I mean, that's what, now I believe in, you know, we talk about spirituality. I believe in the power of love. So, you know, so I, I, I'm, you know, like, I'm just gonna say I stand behind love. I'm just gonna leave it right there. I stand. Yeah, behind. but you can't just leave it right there. Like, first of all, the the one thing that I think I absolutely agree. Like, the power of love is really strong. Like, I do believe that. But I also believe that there has, like, when you're thinking about like relationships, oftentimes love is not enough to change somebody who has pre-existing issues. You know what I'm saying? It's like. I, I don't, I, I've, I've been through it before. So I already know for a fact, like I can love you so much, but like, I can't love you and get a job for you. You know what I'm saying? I can't love you and pick you up every day, take you a bath, get you out there filling, applica- filling out applications. I can like though, I can still love you though. I could create a very in love, loving environment for you, but it's gonna require you to do it. And sometimes you, your love, is not necessarily going to give per- that person the will to do what they need to do. And I think that if you if you are if your expectation because a lot of people's expectation is that if they can love this person enough, it's just like you be with a you meet a person and they be like, oh, I'm not trying to be with nobody. I'm trying to, you know, what I'm saying just do my thing. I'm not ready for a relationship. And then y'all men talk about women all the time and say, oh, well, you know, she's saying she ain't ready for it. I mean, she she I told her I wasn't ready for a relationship. Or, or he told her she wasn't ready. He wasn't ready for a relationship. And look at it; she did. She thinks she can do all of these things to make him ready. No, so we can't make him ready, you know. Um, and no, but what about the power of about, love, big dude? What yeah, about the need, power of love? Oh, the power of love. But you know, but that's what I'm saying. You have to stay the course. See, a lot of people see she thought she was ready, and that's the thing. Thinking, see, she then you can then you want to turn around and put it on. He said he wasn't ready. But if you ready, you know what I'm saying? How much can you endure? You know what I'm saying? How far can you go? What are you willing to sacrifice to get with you? Know what I'm saying? So, and when the test came about, we went to, oh, see, I tried and see, he didn't want to do it. He went, then he'd be like, oh, I told you, I wasn't ready. That's not what I want. But you know what I'm saying? Now, but if I make a conscious decision and say, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna love this person. I'm gonna try in spite of. If I make a, a decision in my mind saying, you know what? I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna love them until they ain't have no choice but to love me back. And I stay the course, and I'm sincere about it. And I do 
everything that I can possibly do without trying to control that person, just loving them. Oh, I think love will win eventually. Yes, when you eventually leave that person alone and go <laughs> love somebody that loves you back. Like you, I mean, you I don't feel like I don't feel like I just don't like that perspective. I don't like that perspective of you continuing to pour love into someone that's not reciprocating it. Take your love elsewhere where it's reciprocated. Nobody should be giving and, and extending all of this love to someone who's not reciprocating it to them. And you shouldn't. I don't, I'm not condoning so, that. I'm just saying. But that's essentially, essentially what you're saying because a person who tells you they're not ready and a person that's not ready to give you all their time and attention and love and all of the things that you're ready to extend to them, you should not be putting your energy towards that person. Right. You but, deserve better than that. Now you are, now we are human. So, now you tell me a time where, you know, it's hard for a person with a conscience. It's hard for a person with a soul. It's hard for a person that got moral value. It's hard for a person that has any gumption about life to not love what love them. You know, so it's hard. Like, so that's It's not about just loving in general, right? Because you can love that person, but are you ready to give that person what is required to for them, right? Because you can be like, oh, I love them because they love me. But that don't mean it's going to make you be committed to the relationship. That doesn't mean that it's going to make you try to do things to make that person happy. That doesn't like, I mean, you, I feel like you ain't, we're not seeing eye to eye on this because I don't feel like you being a hundred on what that really looks like. Oh, okay. Well, let's go. Well, okay. Well, let's get to the hundred part of it then. You said you don't feel like I'm being a uh uh Oh, you feel like I'm being a hundred on what it looked like. Uh, what Because you, you're thinking about it from the perspective of it, of you as a man, right? And that's your character. But you know you've been seen it a million other ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's your character. So, yes, if somebody is pouring into you and is supporting you and loving you, you are going to reciprocate it because you have the wherewithal to go where the love is, is right? Not everybody has that. If somebody is not it, so, but if you were on the opposite end of that, could you see yourself loving somebody that is not necessarily worried about you and oh, doing everything? You, and do you think that's a good place for you to be? No, I mean, you have to be, you know, it's, this thing is multi-layered. This thing has so many moving parts to it because, you know, because now we're talking about having discernment. We got to have, you know, now we're talking about having the spirit of discernment. Now we're talking about this other spiritual thing now. So, yes, if you're in a situation and something, you know, like, you know, when it ain't, you know, now, you know, somebody don't have your best interests at heart. You know, you know, you know, uh, then let's just get out of spiritual too. You know, let's get to the business of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? What's good for the business? What's good, you know, as a business, it's not making sense right now. You know what I'm saying? So I, so I have some concerns. So, you know, so that always a time when you got to pull out a certain situation. You know what I'm saying? Every business deal is not a good deal. It may have looked good in the beginning, you know, or uh, it, it, it Everything that every relationship may it may look good in the beginning. So yeah, so but I'm talking about you know uh pure love. I'm just talking about you know um not you are being abused or you not you you being neglected. It's just a person that you're trying to love. They just you know what they just may not be there and right there with you right now. They may be focused on their uh, job. They may be focused on starting their business. They may be focused on other things in life. Um that um, the day, you know, the day may be focused on uh, other things that 
that call that's taking their attention away. And that's the reason why they're saying that they're not ready. Not that they don't want you. Now, so if you have a person saying they don't want you, that's different. But I think if you're saying you're not ready, then I can respect that. But I'm not going to. So so from my perspective, I would never recommend anyone. And you're going to disagree with this. And I know why you're going to disagree with this. But I wouldn't recommend someone. If you meet someone that says that they're not ready, I wouldn't recommend someone saying, OK, but let me completely I devote myself to you. Even though you're not ready. If you're not ready, then let's establish a friendship and let's get to know each other and let's date or let's do whatever until you're ready. But no, I shouldn't be saying, oh, I'm going to be your girlfriend or I'm going to live my life like I'm your girlfriend until you're ready for me to actually be her. You know, see, I, just I don't, go back I, to the practice. See, that's what I'm saying. I go back to practice. See, that's why I go back to see. That's why I go back to practice. I say you got to practice. You got to practice. How are you going to be somebody? Girlfriend, how are you gonna be somebody's wife? How are you gonna be somebody's boyfriend? How are you gonna be somebody's husband? You never practice on being these things. Where are you gonna get good at being this if you don't practice somewhere? You're gonna get hurt somewhere down the line. You're gonna have to lay it on the line. So at what point? So why you're always holding back? So now what you're starting to do is uh, make habits of holding back. So now when you get with a person that want to give you what you think you should be giving, but now you have practiced and perfected holding back. So now that's all you know how to do. You sound like a pimp. Like, like you no sound like a pimp. Because like, listen to what you're saying. So you saying, you saying that you should devote your time and practice loving somebody that don't love you back fully because they're not ready? No. no I'm saying practice on just love and peer practice on gift. See, but like, how did this become the? How did this become the opposite person's issue? Like, you basically saying, no, you need to get yourself prepared in loving yourself, so that when you meet somebody, you know what it looks like, and you know what those parameters are. No, you shouldn't devote yourself to someone who says that they're not ready. If you're not ready, that's fine. Respectfully, then you're being honest and you're not ready, so we could be cool. If if even that. Or you can holler at me when you're ready. Right. So this, so this, I kill that. I say, you know what? I have a question. Like, you know what? I give this question. If you're looking for love, if you're out dating, you're on the market right now, and you're looking, and you're and you are dating people, and they saying, hey, you know, I'm looking for a relationship. I want to marriage. Well, whatever. You know, ask them this. Ask them this question. Ask them what does they self. Uh, proposal look like? What does they self-proposal like? If they had to propose to themselves, what would they tell themselves? And then watch now, if if you get a lot of him and the harmony, see, they don't know. See, they don't know. See, they just expecting something. But see, but why? See, if, you, if they can't do a self proposal in front of you, what would they tell themselves? If you can't do the same thing, if you can't say, they say, you know what? Let me see you propose to yourself. And you can't say, you know what, you know, Magic, Big Goo, we done been through a lot together. I done seen you hold it down. I done seen you be loyal to people that weren't loyal to you. I have seen you remain steadfast. I have seen you give your all. You're the type of, this is the, this is the type of person that I would you look forward to trusting in my life. So if they don't have these things, they can't just self-pose. Just to give you an example, if they can't self-oppose to themselves. You know what I'm saying? So you automatically know they're going to have an unrealistic expectation of you. And why is that? Because, you know what I'm saying? So they'll propose to you why? Did they propose to you why? 
Why would this person give you that all and you don't even know why you would give yourself your all? But but why do you feel like that person will have unrealistic expectations? Because they don't even know why they are proposed to themselves. They don't even know what they don't even have the right words for themselves. But they, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? So you have to, that's what I'm saying. They hadn't gotten to know themselves yet. They hadn't, you know, they hadn't even proposed to themselves. You got that's why I say self-proposal. I feel like you have to propose to yourself even before you marry to yourself. You have to make a commitment to you. You have to make a a commitment to doing right by you. You have to make a commitment to loving you. You have to make these, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you have to get engaged to you. If you never got engaged to yourself, you can't expect someone else to be engaged with you. No, I'm with it. I can get that. I can understand that. You need to know who you are and you need to know what value you bring. And if you don't, how are you going to expect that of someone else? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm just trying to inspire people. You know what I'm saying? To love today. You know what I'm saying? So find listen, a date, find a mate, let's make love great again. So this is a this is a few things to consider. Do you feel like there's a certain time period that people should wait after going through a serious divorce or breakup? I mean, Ooh, it's, it's that's a loaded period. question now. I know, but you let's know let's, that's let's a loaded one. Let's let's explore that. You know that's a loaded one. Yeah. Oh man. Um, so then, it, it, so so I, I'm gathering that you don't think it, like. Do you feel like it's a time frame, or do you feel like there are certain criteria you need to you need to evaluate to know when you're ready to move forward? Ooh, is there a time frame? I mean, um, I would go. I would lean more or less to criteria. I would lean more more to a checklist. Um, mm -hmm. And what do you more, think that looks like? Um, first of all, you know, um, um, you know, like if you've been in the army before and military for, if you've been at war before, you know what I'm saying? Most people leave war where they have what, uh, PTSD, mm -hmm. um, coming out of bad relationship. I think you have PTSD. Um, and not only is it Healing and recovery are two different things. Healing is the mental part of it. Re but when you recover, you got to recover from the physical aspect of it. You know what I mean? So, you know, so it takes a toll on you both mentally and physically. So, you know, so I think some people, they may be healed in one or the other sometimes. I think some people have recovered, but not healed. And then I think some people may have healed, but not recovered. If you get what I'm saying, like physically, you know, um, you know, and most times, you know, um, people try to uh, recover f physically, meaning going and being um, in uh, another sexual situation with another person. Um, you know, um, because mentally they got this uh, this thing up, this wall up. And so, uh, so I think mentally, you know, the mental will be first on my checklist. Uh, far as recovering and, and uh, mentally moving forward, uh, mentally, you know that'll that'll be first on the checklist. Uh, 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 then we'll have to get with uh, forgiveness, you know, of self. Because a lot of times we beat ourselves up, and uh, I mean, you have spoke on this before mm -hmm. about how you know because it didn't work. 
and you get to follow what's wrong with me, what could I done better, you know, and so and so some of it is true because you do need to check sometimes. So, so sometimes you do need to self-check sometimes, you know, sometimes you know every if it was a, a if it was a relationship, if it, it was a relationship, it wasn't a one-way street all the time. Now, some right. street, now your way of traffic may have more traffic than the other side some sometime, but it's still with two-way traffic. Um, so, you know, so you have to, uh, you know, forgive yourself, you know, so self-forgiveness. You can't forgive the other person until you forgive yourself. And mm -hmm. a lot of time we can't forgive them because we still mad at ourselves. So yeah. those would be my top two off the rip. No, that's, that's good. That's good. And did you feel like so then the one thing that I said earlier on was like, as you're thinking about, are you look, are you looking at this protect this new relationship with this new person through the lens of your last relationship? Do you, I mean, some of that is going to be natural because it's called experience, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you go through different experiences, oftentimes when you look at a potential mate, you're not going to look at it the same. It's like, you didn't know what people are capable of. You don't know when, you know, when people be lying. Or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like all of these different things. But do you feel like you need to have some ability to leave the past in the past? Or is that even possible? Oh, man. Like, you know, I don't think you have to leave the past in the past because the past is the past. It's already in the uh, past. But to harbor, uh, to learn from your mistakes, to, you know, uh, we never leave the past in the past. If we learn something in third grade, we still got that knowledge. If you learn something in fifth grade, we still have that knowledge. So, and you learn something in that relationship, you're going to still have that knowledge moving forward. So, you know, so it's going to be hard to leave the past in the past, but you know what I'm saying? But, uh, but do you need to keep looking in the rear view mirror though? No, you don't need to quit. You know what I'm saying? Like now, if you're going to leave it back there, you're going to learn your lesson, learn your lesson, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, but this game here is called move forward. And you have to continue to move forward. You have to find a way to move forward in spite of. And that's going to be some of the hardest thing. One of the hardest things that you can do in your life is move forward, you know, especially after a divorce, especially after death. It's like, you know, that's what a divorce is, death of a marriage. It died. It's dead. It has to be buried. It got to put flower. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, you, know uh, you have to say your final word. You got to make peace with that. Um and you know, and you know, and the only way you can do that is have your eyes on what's ahead of you, you know. So that gives you the strength you need to make peace. But, um, but that's a loaded question. I mean, that's super it's not loaded. loaded. It's it's to be explored. It's super like, loaded. Listen, sometimes it hit home. Listen, sometimes mm -hmm. it be real personal. But that's what, that's what we're here for. Because I think if you don't, if you can't reflect on your own experience and how some some something impacted you. How are you going to be able to heal somebody else? Right. Right. Like you have to be able to show, you know, to be able to show that level of empathy, but also be able to say, like, look, I, I get what you're going through because I went through it. Um, right. And so as we're thinking about. Um, so the recent breakup, but also I wanted to think about. A lot of times I was reading this article, as I do, and they were saying that a lot of young people in college and in like young, young, younger millennials um, put love and dating aside to achieve and do other things in life, right? Because they don't want that, they don't want that commitment of factoring in someone else and what that other person's needs are. 
or the time commitment that it requires to be in a relationship. So they choose not to do it. And it's creating, they, it's, it's creating somewhat of a dysfunction as it relates to relationships because practice makes perfect. Right. Right. So if you don't have a, if you haven't gotten a chance to fail enough times, then how are you going to have a successful relationship? And so, which is what the article was saying. So the interesting thing about that is like, I always look at love as being primary, right? Like if I can do all things in a happy, loving relationship, like it ain't about to stop me. But then, you know, other people are saying otherwise, and it also can be otherwise in real situations. So is love secondary? Like should, when people are trying to pursue things in life, should they delay a love relationship? Well, you have to understand the needs of both parties to understand the need of the female and you got to understand the need of the of the man. The female needs love. You know, the female operates off the of love languages, you know, so that come first. For a male, it's about respect. You don't have to love me as much as you have to respect me as a male. So, um, and I figure, you know, if you respect me long enough, you will grow to love me. Oh, uh, so do you, that's really what you think is like male versus female. Male is like you, you think it's really just a line down the middle. Yeah, yeah, in some case, it, it, it is. I mean, there's a yin and a yang. Mm-hmm. But as first as a woman, you have to respect me as well. Yeah, you have, but you know? I don't think it comes first. You said, but men operate first. off of love languages too. I know, but it don't come first. You say what comes okay, first. Okay, you're saying, okay. Yeah, when I, I said, when I'm, I'm saying that in the extent of delaying a love relationship. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, do you put your own your own goals and personal wants and needs first and delay love, or do you try to find balance with both? You know, like, has love now become secondary? Yeah, I don't think it has become secondary. I think, you know, it's always been, I think it's going to remain in whatever lane that it's been in. I think it's going to uh, stay and you know, I I just believe it's gonna stay wherever it's gonna it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna come. I don't think it's gonna change. I just think it's just different for each side. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's a fine. It's a line straight down the middle when it comes to gender. Like I think I think it's like I do respect what you're saying as far as like men desire respect over everything, and I agree with that from a certain extent. Just just from being, the men in my life, including you knowing what y'all think and how and how y'all think but um i just feel like sometimes dudes have have a lot of a lot of love language needs too that are not just built on you know mutual respect and understanding yeah we do have love languages you know i just don't think that it's come first what you know what comes first for us is the respect after 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 that the respect you know what i'm saying we definitely want to be taken care of we definitely want to have um you know, our ego stroke, we definitely, you know, um, you know, we definitely, most men are act of service type of love. If you, if you, if you know anything about the five love languages, you know, most men is act of services. Most mm-hmm. women, uh, you know, uh, uh, they went, they with words of, uh, affirmation. And so, um, so it's a, so it's a divide right there, you know, so cause, you know, cause women want to be told, you know, you're pretty, I love you. They want to hear these things. Men, whether are more physical, we want to be shown these things. 
what, 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 what did you do for me today? Did you make my lunch? Did you, you know what I'm saying? Um, but well, women want to hear it. It's that's so funny because huh? that's something that I struggle with just because I feel like acts of service, I, I want acts of service as well. Like, I didn't realize that until I got older that, like, somebody actually taking care of me and trying to intentionally do it on a day-to-day basis is so meaningful for me. Not because I'm like, you know, not because I want to use anyone, but it just like, it really speaks to me. Like, that's how you, I'd be like, this person really messed with me. But I just think when you think about making somebody's lunch, that's just basic to me, you know? And I mean, that's me. And that's something, like I said, I struggle with. Cause I'm like, I can make your lunch, granted. But it's, it's like that really what, is that really just the basics? You know, and also like, maybe you can make my lunch. And it just be something where you like, hey, I got more time today. Let me take care of you. And another person is like, oh, I got more time today. Let me take care of you. Like, okay, does it have to be like, well, I expect my woman to cook my food. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like that's so talking. archaic. Hey, huh? this, that's so childish to me. Uh, uh, that's so, that's so, uh, that's so, uh, that's so, uh, that's so childish to me for a tick for tat. If I make your lunch, you're gonna make my lunch. That but wasn't what I was saying. If, if, I wasn't if saying I change your all, are you gonna change my all? No, you know? that wasn't what I was saying. What I was saying is that looking at your mate and determining what their needs are, right? Like I can make you a sandwich, but that is not personal, right? Because like if I'm with you and I see what you're doing day in and day out, you might need more than for me to make your lunch, right? I need to be looking at what can I do to relieve stress from my spouse or what can I do to make them happy and make them smile? Or I see they had a death in the family. How can I try to help them to get through that? Like that's personal, right? Like me making you a sandwich that oh, that's only going so far. Anybody can make you a sandwich. That ain't nothing. No, cause I had to get rid of one cause she made me a sandwich with no love. It didn't, she, she, she ain't put no, no mayo, no mustard, no nothing on it. She just slapped a piece of meat between two bradim and lined the bread up. And I and that and that was the day I said she got to go. Um so anybody can't make a sandwich. That's right. the day that's that's what got her up out of there. You know, uh, you know, she, you know, like, you know, cause you know, cause if you take your time and you make a sandwich, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm saying. Like people think just I want to get out the this just phase, this just. This just this, this just this. There ain't nothing just. Nah, yeah, you made a sandwich. Yeah, anybody could, I guess, but they can't make them like they did. Uh, but they can't make this sandwich with the same love that you put into it, though. That they can't make this, you know. So you know, ain't nothing like going home. Like that's why uh, kids love their mama. Cause can't can't nobody do it like my mama love in it. You know what I'm saying? When see when mama make that Kool Aid. See when mama cook that cabbage. See when mama put. See when mama dip that spoon in that in, in, in that little medicine and say open your mouth and say when mama do it's something about the love that come with it. Mm-hmm. And so you know what I'm saying? So yeah, so. That's why, you know, these things need to be done because it's the love that come with it. Um, you know, I, you know, like, um, you know, um, but knowing who you are, though, up, up front, though, um, I think the man should be able to communicate. Uh, the woman should be able to communicate. Hey, look, 
um, not and not only just communicate, but say, hey, this is what my love and language are, and be able to give consistent examples of what they were like. You know what I mean? Like you have to show people, you have to show, you know what I'm saying? That that what that what it says in the Bible, do unto others that you have others do unto you. So if this is your love language, you have to consistently exert that. You have to consistently show that to the person. Do it for the person. Do do unto them what you want done unto you. And you know what I'm saying? But just don't expect it. Right. But I'm saying, I, I totally agree with that. I guess I'm just saying is that like I think gender roles are real in some in some ways. And you know, love languages are specific to individuals. Like yes, maybe and, and I would love for anybody watching this to literally comment write us do something to tell us the answer because I cannot always think that that Big Goose speaks for the male population. Well as, they as come in actually we've been getting a lot of comments today. Oh so, really? Oh yeah. Uh, um, okay. You know some so some you know so, so some people saying you know um uh, um you know some people they definitely been come come in you know um this one lady said that her husband texts her if 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 she make him a sandwich and it's not right, he gonna text and tell her it's not right. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Lord. They love that. So, but so, but I got another one for you though. You know, this how I know if you're not ready. Like we're still talking about preseason of love. Preseason, we're not in a relationship. We're just talking about getting into one. You know, so we may be interested in getting into a relationship. We may be about to be in a relationship. We're talking about the preseason. So for me, if you're not at a point with yourself. You shouldn't get in a relationship if you're not at a point with yourself where if getting mad is going to stop you from doing what you were going to do for that person. If you get, like I just say, I tell my lady, I say, you know what? I'm going to take you out Wednesday. You know, Tuesday, I got mad with her about something that ain't had nothing to do with me taking her out Wednesday. But Tuesday, I got mad about something totally different. It had nothing to do with what I planned for the Wednesday. But then I get mad on Tuesday and say, okay, well, since she pissed me off, well, I'm not taking her nowhere. I don't think you should be in a relationship. I don't think you're ready for a relationship. If you can't still do, if you can't do what you was going to do, mad. When If you only got to do good things for your, 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 the, the person, it's only when you happy is when you can follow through. If you can't follow through when you upset and when y'all not seeing eye to eye, I don't think you're ready to be in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Because I still, because at the end of the day, I feel I'm going to hold men accountable. I'm not going to say nothing about the women, but, but just because I'm mad at you, I can't stop being a man. Just because I'm mad at you, I can't stop being your man. No, I totally agree. I especially agree in the in the context of a marriage, because I feel like that's, that's, you, you know, you know, your the expectation is that you ain't going nowhere. And like, cause I always used to say, it's like, you love your spouse, like another member of your family. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, no matter what goes on with your children, you always going to take care of them. You always going to provide for them. You always going to make sure they have what they need. Even if they tick you off, even if they get in trouble, even if they do whatever the, whatever, whatever there is, the kids do, right? You right. still going to take care of them. Right. They write on the wall. Right. If they write on the wall, if you just moved into your brand new house and they tell your kid take a crayon and write all over the wall, you still gonna feed them. Exactly. You still gonna feed them that night. 
know what I'm saying? But what happens is you get these immature people that get into these relationships because they're not ready to be in a relationship. They're not strong enough to be in a relationship. And what, what happens is something happens that they, they, they get mad at the person, then guess what? They don't, oh, 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 okay then. Well, I guess what? Well, I guess what? You won't be eating. You won't be getting no nookie. You won't, you know, you know, oh, you get mad. I mean, like that's that's you know, you have to be able to if you're not ready to give in spite of, you're not ready. I'm sorry, yeah. you're not ready. You know but what so I think that's when it comes, especially especially when it comes to marriage. Like I think there are things that you can I mean in a relationship, you'll learn that about a person, right? You're gonna learn how that person deals with adversity, how that person deals with disagreements and so forth and so on in those reactions. The problem is that people be marrying those people anyway. <laughs> so they they see all of that. They see how it's going to be. And then they get married anyway. And I think though, that's when you need to be looking for those qualifiers. That's when you need to be like, oh, no, because I see how every time you get mad, you stay out late. Or every time you get mad, all of a sudden you're doing whatever, you know. And um, and I think like those are the things that help you to realize how that person will be in a relation in a marriage relationship. Yeah, you get mad, you get the answering um, messages in your inbox. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I'm saying? I mean, but for real, you get mad. Well, what would you save them for? Anyway? pictures on Instagram, like you know, right. if your girl, if your girl posting a selfie all of a sudden with you know, right? It, then you like, hold up, this because you mad? Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, we are we out of time. We're getting so I don't know if we had any any we kind of getting to the end of our time. So is there anything else we needed to cover off? You got some final words? Oh man, you know, um you know, just realistic expectation, man. I guess my final words, man, just have realistic expectations, man. Uh you know, uh, you know, like I say, uh uh see before E. Um a communication before expectation you know you have to talk about things before you expect things you have to say what's you know you have to put it on the table before you expect somebody they don't know the game book but they don't know what you're thinking in your head like you have uh this picture painted in your head or what it should look like and they and you hadn't vividly painted the picture for them so they can have an opportunity to say you know what i can't paint that don't want to paint that or you know what or that's great or i would love to participate in that you know you're gonna be disappointed gotcha no you're absolutely right well until next time brother magic thank you for all of your insightful words even though i argue with you and i don't always agree i still always hear something some good nugget that I can take on and apply to my real life. So I always appreciate that. Hey, likewise, likewise, man. I think, um, you know, I've definitely been a better person. Uh, you know, and that's one of the things that people need to know about D. Love Jones, man. If you're around her, you get a chance to experience her. And even on this podcast, if you can see, man, hey, look, anybody get to experience this lady right here, you know, instantly becomes a better person. I appreciate that. That's 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 a, that's heavy weight. I, I appreciate that though. I really do. So all right, well, you know, I gotta take that with me. I gotta live up to that. All right then. So y'all, hey, <laughs> hey, peace and blessings. See y'all next time. <laughs>